Hello and welcome to Beyond the Veil podcast. I am your host, El Miguel Daniels. Now on this podcast, we will be talking about the strange and unusual events that happen in our world. And by that, I mean the supernatural, the paranormal, anything that really cannot be explained by conventional science or our conventional understanding of how the world works. Things like reincarnation to, uh, to psychedelics, to the nature of reality to near-death experiences is there an afterlife is there god are there angels are there demons you know all those questions we've you know kind of thought about on our inside but perhaps never dared to voice out to anybody except perhaps a couple of friends my motivations for starting this podcast are actually quite simple one of those motivations was the fact that I realized that that when it came to topics like this, while the rest of the world had developed, um, how do I call it, systems of inquiry and systems of documentation for the issues like this, from ranging all the way from, uh, we have documentaries on you know the paranormal, we have uh, disclosure projects, there are movies. There are communities built around it, either the skeptics or the believers. The point is, there is a healthy conversation going on around topics like this, the paranormal, the supernatural, things that cannot be explained, fringe science, pseudoscience. The point is that there is healthy curiosity, there are conversations happening, I guess, on a lot of sides. On the other hand, contrary to that, here in Africa, the reverse is the case. The fact is, we don't usually have a lot of uh, conversations that revolve around the paranormal. In fact, it's more likely that if there's any conversation that happens to even touch on any of these subjects, it doesn't happen outside of the realms of religion. It doesn't even happen in the realms of science. It only happens in the realms of religion. Almost like there's this strict division between religion and spirituality. You know, there is no room for a conversation outside of any of that that's fair it's like we try to keep religion and spirituality very strictly apart we don't want them to intersect and i think that's a problem because it really limits the conversation that could be had on things like this the reasons for interest like this could really vary or having conversations like this could really vary for one it could be some people's desire to satisfy the curiosity you know to just get answers to either prove or disprove whether things like this are actually real or factual and in some sense for some other people it's a kind of closure because a lot of us feel we've experienced things we cannot explain things that we cannot begin to you know put into words anytime the conversation around the supernatural is brought up almost everybody has something to contribute it's very likely that every single person there has had an experience like this now if they have not had that experience personally it's either they've had that experience personally or they know somebody who has had that experience personally it's it's just that close to home when we have so many rampant experiences like this why is nobody trying to make you know a proper uh effort into understanding you know and putting conversations like this out there it's a very very integral part of understanding reality and our world you know it's just asking questions but we want to pretend it doesn't exist I mean it's not really 
how do I put it, not happening anymore, stuff like that. Spirituality is out of fashion, if I should say so myself. You know, it's more in tune to be realistic and very materialistic, you know, materially minded. But that's a story for another day. So anyways, that's one of my major motivations is the fact that we're not having as much conversations about topics like this in Africa as we should. And we really should be having more conversations like this because things like this, in my opinion, inspire creativity, they inspire imagination. And there is a kind of closure that comes with understanding the unknown. You see, inherently human beings are scared of what they cannot understand. But when we begin to break down these things that we cannot understand, all these myths and legends and all this scary whatever it may be you know that has so far been in the realm of completely weird and spooky and we begin to understand that there are more mundane aspects to this then we begin to realize that well perhaps we shouldn't have been afraid of this all along and that's just a driving force behind me trying to understand this another reason as i had mentioned earlier it's definitely got to be curiosity now as a child growing up i grew up as i grew up in a christian background so a lot of my perspective is shaped by christianity and well christianity is not the worldview that's purely and wholly materialistic it's also very spiritual you know when we talk about the afterlife we talk about god and angels and demons and destiny and we talk about you know powers from the world beyond these are not things that you can explain or you know understand by conventional science and growing up in that type of background pushed me to actually seek out and find out are these things real you know and i think a lot of africans a lot of nigerians could relate to that because we have just so much religion especially when it comes to christianity that always keeps throwing out claims of divine power such as healing and raising of people from the dead and even crazy stuff like teleportation and seeing angels and seeing spirits and I think as a child growing up, a lot of us had this innate curiosity to understand. We wanted to see, you know, we wanted to believe. We did believe at one point, you know, but I guess as the years wore on and the more and more these men of God in court got proven to be charlatans, a lot of them and more out to get your money than anything else. A lot of us got a lot more discouraged and that is getting discouraged then i guess our discouragement faded into unbelief and from unbelief we became very stoic or we became very skeptical of anything supernatural but i'm still a very big believer in the supernatural and in my opinion until it is disproven it's just we have a lack of evidence so a lack of evidence does not exactly mean an absence or a not true it just simply means that there's lacking evidence to understand it now what is going to be my approach to these things well first of all i'm just going to leave the ground open for open conversation um right now i will be the only one hosting this podcast uh but because i do not want my christian perspective to be what shapes this podcast i want to be i want it like i said to be an open conversation and open on ground for anybody to contribute and say anything they want to say i will be bringing in other co-hosts from i really hope other religions like maybe someone who's a muslim or somebody who is a traditionalist or somebody who is an atheist you know just to get a very clean flow open ideas type of conversation let's all try to make understanding you know uh, make sense of this world that seems to live beside us that we cannot interact with properly that we cannot completely understand 
One of the major failings of science in this modern day and age is the fact that it's way too materialistic in my point of view. And when science gets so materialistic, it's telling us that we are cosmic, random cosmic accidents, you know, just put together by random scales of probability coming together and essentially telling us that we're purposeless. There's no meaning to things like destiny or purpose. And that just takes the fun out of life. It's a very depressing overview in my opinion. And the fact that science now tries to pass itself on as a sole authority on knowledge and then it's telling you that your life is essentially has no meaning. The question now comes, why do we have to play by the rules? Why do we even have to be good people? Why do we have to live as though there is a reason for tomorrow? Why not just live for ourselves? Why not live for pleasure? Why not be as selfish as can possibly be? I mean, after all, when you look at it, there's no reason to existence. If there's no reason to existence, then doesn't that mean there's no proper way that we should live? I mean, there's really nobody who could say, let's live this way. But with things like the spiritual that gives another side to reality such as the afterlife and then you begin to consider there are consequences for how we act on this in this world there are consequences for how we live our life and we live our life with the awareness and the consciousness that there is something more after this one and so therefore it gives the it, it gives the basis for morality it allows the provision of morality and, and that's not the only thing and science uh, well it really has become what the catholic church used to be in the dark ages and the dark ages was a time where religion was king and science was suppressed anybody who was a scientist you know whether it be an alchemist as they had then or any form of scientist really most often were more likely to be accused of witchcraft and burnt or if they had any scientific theory that conflicted with the Catholic Church's point of view, they were definitely going to be ostracized, they were going to be forced to recant, such as the issue with, uh, you know, initially the Catholic Church used to push this ideology that the earth was the center of the universe and the sun and the moon and the stars revolved around it. It's not true, as we know now. And anybody who just brought up a conflicting view, like some scientists back then did, were ostracized, nearly killed, and they had to recant their views but the point is what religion did back then what the catholic church did back then was any view any theory anything that went against its own worldview it kicked against it violently suppressed it sought to ostracize it sought to ridicule and make fun of them and i think funny enough science has just come full circle to become exactly what the catholic church used to be back in the dark ages it's become this religion almost on its own that seeks to dismiss or ignore anything it claims doesn't fit into its scientific materialistic worldview but scientific materialistic worldview is just way too limited to explain too many things about life too many things about reality there have been very many documented cases of near-death experiences people who have died and have had their souls leave their body and have seen things there have been documented experiments on people who've taken psychedelics and have transcended this realm this world to meet beings in other worlds or have had the awareness or consciousness according to them awakened you know and science doesn't really want to take these things into account it just it dismisses it because it doesn't fit into its worldview it doesn't fit into its 
understanding or concept of reality and any scientist and anybody who tries to delve into this it dismisses it ostracizes as frauds as pseudoscientists as fringe scientists as quacks and that's really silly now to a certain degree i can understand why science is very skeptical towards the spiritual and a major reason behind that is the fact that unlike science that has uh, rigorously developed processes and methods and instrument of study over the years over the centuries spirituality has not really had that spirituality is like a field of science that is so underexplored underfunded and very very much left into the hands of quacks that no proper research into study and methods and processes has been done and let me explain what i mean by that you see science is only as advanced as the instrument we have to study it eventually we didn't have much to study science and then we had microscopes and now we have particle accelerators and with the more advanced technologies we have to study science the more the deeper we could go into understanding theories the more we could confirm that certain things exist or certain things don't exist or we could measure certain quantities you know take into account certain variations we never could take before and then because of that science has been able to improve you know systematically so unfortunately this with the spiritual the rest is the case there's almost never been any kind of a you know study that's been done like in that way fashion or manner and i should add there are no instruments to study spiritual phenomena in whatever shape or form you know it's not that people are not interested is that a lot of people just find it time consuming and maybe a waste of time because how do you go looking for something that you're not really sure if it's there or not but these are just the issues that i kind of have with science and the way it's treating spirituality but in my own way science has a duty to uncover truth that is the reality behind what science is it's either meant to disprove or to prove not really meant to take sides because living spirituality as it is has left it to be weaponized in the hands of organized religion now not all religions but a lot of religions have weaponized spirituality even in christianity a lot of these men of god in quotes take these things and they brainwash their audience into believing you know whatsoever nonsense and it's it's very silly it's very heartbreaking to see but if people had a deeper understanding of how these things functioned and how these things worked nobody in this age is going to look at anybody light a fire is not going to look at anybody use a telephone and nobody's going to think it's supernatural nobody's going to think it's amazing nobody's going to think it's insane or crazy or supernatural you know the work of the gods nobody's going to look at an airplane and think that way but just go back about 200 years before now and have the people in ancient times see something like as mundane as a cell phone or light bulbs uh, let's talk about airplanes should we just go back a couple 200 years ago and just imagine what the people of the ancient world or the people of the last centuries are going to think you see I think this saying by Arthur C. Clarke best describes this he says sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic and that's essentially what it is we look at the technological marvels we have today and we're not moved by them they become our everyday you know the, our part they, they become an indispensable part of our lives you know but people in past centuries to them we'd have the tools of the gods and that's insane to think about i really believe that there is a scientific explanation for a lot of things that we call spiritual 
It's just that we don't understand these things yet. They are, as of yet to us, unknown and have been completely left to the realm of quacks and people who just rather take advantage than just do honest study, you know? But I'm not trying to make a case for this saying it must exist. I'm simply saying until we disprove, then we cannot say it does not exist. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, even Tesla made this statement saying, the day science starts to study non-physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade that it will make more progress in one decade than it has in its past centuries of existence. So that's a thought. So at the end of the day, the fact that spirituality just it's just a lack of understanding. And as long as people do not have a proper understanding, it allows it to be weaponized by, you know, organized religion and religion and sects and all these cults that exist out there. Imagine what we could do if we had a proper understanding. And I believe that just trying to understand several facets of this could really advance science and technology. Psychedelics, for example, you know, hallucinogens and over the years in the ancient past has been used by people who wanted to have spiritual experiences but now people are beginning to see the medicinal effects like they could use psychedelics to treat uh, people who have addictions to like uh, drugs and alcohol and cigarettes they've used it not as though it's, it's not i'm not just bringing up this idea they've used psychedelics to treat people who've had very heavy addictions and it's, i think it has the highest success rate of any treatment whatsoever with the least amount of side effects i don't even think it has side effects but that's pretty much what this is about so we need to understand this we need to begin to realize that the spiritual is important having conversations like this is important because we do not live in a purely mechanistic world our world is a living organism and if there is a living organism there is very likely to be a creator but that's a topic for another day but we must understand that so that we do not think that life is purposeless that life is meaningless that we are random accidents and so therefore we live for ourselves and we live as we please because there is no awareness of a world to come there is no awareness of a world that exists beyond our own there is no you know just a lack of awareness in, 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 in all honesty and I really do strongly believe that if there is to be advancement in society that that advancement must first come from within it must first come from us not without you see the society and culture around the world is falling into chaos and the more it falls into chaos the more people begin to look for solutions and a lot of people are looking outward thinking about leaving for other planets you know making humanity an interstellar species to survive the crisis that we all know is coming we just don't know when and while I might love space exploration and space travel I do not really think that's a solution because we are humans a crucial part of ourselves is that we are competitive we are bitter and we are greedy creatures so whatever habits bad habits we have here on earth I bet you even if we're going to the next solar system to settle down, we will take those bad habits with us and we would ruin every other planet we have there, either by wars and conflict or complete resource, uh, how do I put it, just taking advantage of the resources there in a way that's very harmful to the environment like we've done here. The patterns won't change unless, first of all, we change ourselves. So I think the way to save humanity is, first of all, to look inwards. 
Evolution to me is not really biological, it's more spiritual in nature. It's more about us evolving our ways of thinking, it's getting enlightened to understanding that we are part of a greater whole. You know, we're responsible for our world and our planet. And you know, that's just pretty much how it works for me. So, as I said, I will be bringing in other people to co-host this podcast because I want to have a very diverse and very open conversation. I don't want to limit it to my own Christian perspective alone. And we will be interviewing other people in the future. And do well to check out our Facebook page on Beyond the Veil Podcast. I really do hope you're interested in having conversations like this. I really hope that you're willing to you know, listen and tune in and find out what exactly is going on. And if you're trying to make sense of the world, at least gain some closure. At least a conversation that's not limited by religious biases or whatever it may be. I mean, there's some things that Christianity cannot explain that in Africa, a lot of people are very familiar with stories like these, like very familiar. It's the most common stories and those are stories of reincarnation. We hear things like Obanji, you know, children who are born and who die and because they do it so often, they're given marks on their skin so that whenever they come back, you know, if they come back with that particular mark placed on very specific places in the body or on the body, they know it's them and my God, it's happened. Well, that's a topic for another time. But anyways, that's it for this episode and I hope to see you next time.